What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly Sports History for May 31st, 2023. It is the last day of May. We made it. Before we get into that, just pulling back the curtain a little bit. You guys won't realize this because of the magic of editing. Open a window here in my office slash studio and immediately got hit with a burst of pollen and could not stop sneezing. This is about take three now of me trying to start and... Seems like I've made it to this point without sneezing. I should be good, but man, it is brutal out there. Like I never really am one to say, "Oh, I wish it would rain," but for the love of God, I wish it would rain for like a week straight. Anyway, we did make it to through May, which means today's our last day of Sixers playoff spotlight. The month is definitely not ending the way we had hoped and anticipated, but. It was a a fun and, at times, painful trip down Sixers memory lane. We'll finish that up today on a high note. And more on that as we go. Phillies update. Um, Ranger Suarez looked good. 2-0 loss to the Mets. You can't. I, I don't care who you're playing. You can't only have two hits. And that's the issue with this offense and part of the reason why they're leaving runners in scoring position. They're very streaky, and when things are bad, they're bad. I mean, look at the World Series. Like, that was that's a microcosm. Set the record for home runs in, in a World Series game and then get no hit the very next game. It's it's just brutal. That's what you, this team is. They just need to be more consistent, and now we're at sort of that first unofficial check-in of the season, and I would definitely say they've not been good. Uh, not nearly as well or playing as well as they should have been. Uh, there are some bright spots and, and some signs that they're getting ready to turn the corner. But, I mean, this could be a devastating. If they can't take the next two from the Mets, this could be devastating for them. Um, again, it's early. They haven't played many division games. But, man, takeaway, though, Ranger Suarez look good. They're going to need him to pitch well. Uh, six and two-thirds, two-run runs, four Ks, but it does, it's not going to matter if you can't score any runs. And you can't score any runs if you don't get any hits. So looking for a bounce-back bounce back effort from them today. Uh, Eagles OTAs are underway. And an interesting thing I saw on Twitter, apparently Howie Roseman was on Chris Long's podcast, and they were discussing the 2017 versus the 2022 team. And Chris Long basically was saying that last year's team was just far more talented than the 2017 team. Um, Howie's like, no, you have to take go with the team that actually won the championship. And I would love to get your opinion on this. Let me know what you guys think. Maybe we can do a future episode of Back to the Future on this. I mean, just on the surface, I, I would have to say I'm leaning slightly toward 2022. Um I don't really necessarily want to get into too much of why in case we do a future episode on this, which my wheels are already turning. It's getting ready to be summertime, so I have the time to think about some of these things. But just more intangible-wise, I think talent-wise, the 2022 team probably is the better talented team. But that 2017 team was just there, – there was some magic with that team. And I thought we had it with the 2022 team – the magic went out. Thanks a lot, Jonathan Gannon. But let me know your thoughts. Which team was, and this is what we do in the summertime in Philly when there's no Sixers, uh, where Eagles are in OTAs, Phillies are slumping, no Flyers. 
we talk about things like this. This is the reason why I even have a podcast in the first place. So which team is better, the 2017 or 2022 team? Let me know your thoughts. Um, I, like I said, I think I'm going to swap some things around and, and do an episode on Back to the Future for this. Um, Sixers update. And we're pretty much going to be all Sixers now the rest of the way here. Um, but I, a couple things on Nick Nurse. I, I've wanted to do some research and, and kind of not rely on things I've heard from other outlets and, and kind of make my own opinion on him. Um, one thing I did do this morning at the gym was I listened to uh, his, when his interview a couple years ago, I guess it was, or a year ago, year and a half, when he was on J.J. Reddick's podcast. And it was kind of eye-opening, gave me a new sort of perspective on him and, and allowed me to do some research this morning too. And I think one thing we're going to get from Nick Nurse is he's going to get the mat the max out of the players he has like he's going to find the he's going to be able to push the right buttons and i mean he's definitely has the experience he's been all over the world um he basically is a self-starter too like he went out and sent a resume to all these overseas places and basically said listen i'm interested in either playing and or coaching um so I think from that perspective, like he had, he's experienced it all from college, international, NBA. So he's good at finding what works for each particular player. I'm very excited, believe it or not. Everybody's talking about Joe and and what he's going to do for Joe. I think he could take his game to another, the next level. I want to see what he does with Tyrese Maxey. And I think just from what he did with some of those guys in Toronto, and based on things I'm reading. And whatnot, I think he's going to be able to maximize and get the most out of Tyrese Maxey, put him in the best position. I know we tease all the time here in Philly about Andy Reid saying, oh, I need to put the players in a better position, blah, 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 that's on me. But everything I've read and heard about Nick Nurse is that's what he, that's his specialty. That's what he does. He gets players to to go and and be in the right position and, and maximizes their talent while limiting their weaknesses. That's why he was able to do so well when he coached against Joe. He was able to do that. But I think with that mindset now, he's going to be able to say, okay, here's how you counteract that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely leaning more toward the – I like the hiring. Unfortunately, I do think it's going to come down to – what they're able to do, whether James Harden comes back, what they're able to do free agency in the draft, which with their cap situation is not going to be a lot. Um, and it's going to come down to, I think, ultimately James Harden, what he what he wants to do. I, I think the Sixers are going to be willing to bring him back. It's just a matter of what, what James wants to do. Because they're going to have to fill in with some maybe not name brand players because of the cap situation – I kind of like the Nick Nurse hiring even more because he's going to be able to get the most out of the guys they have. Um, but like I said, I, I think he's going to do wonders with Maxi. Might even be able to do something with B-Ball Paul. And, and I think he does make adjustments, and I know that's one of the knocks we always had against Doc. With Nick Nurse, you're going to have somebody who makes the adjustments. So again, it's still early, but I'm, he's growing on me. Go out, if you can, listen to the, the interview on J.J. Reddick's podcast. I think it was from like January of 2022 um, or, or so. I, I know for a fact it was episode 92 because I had to search it up. 
Uh, but check it out and, and let me know what you think about that. He, he's growing on me, and I do think he's going to be able to get the most out of the players they have, which next year might there might be some growing pains next year. But we'll see. He, like I said, he, he is growing on me, and I wanted to make sure I'm getting my own, making my forming my own opinion without going off of things I've heard from other people. All right. PhillyGoat.com. Speaking of the Sixers, we've been talking about it. Father's Day is coming up. I've been dropping hints all around. I, I finally think they're they're getting through because I was asked about colors this morning. Um, so hopefully that that means. But with the Sixers, they have we I've talked about the AI ear cup. We've talked a lot about Joe and the Sixers this month and, and the, the playoff loss and everything. They have a ton of MB shirts. Uh, some of them are actually really good, cool too. Um, also, we've talked a lot about <clears throat> Sixers past playoff experiences, lots about Wilt Chamberlain, some very cool Wilt Chamberlain shirts. They have uh, a t-shirt with when he holds the 100 on the card, the night he scored 100 points. Um, For those of you that if you know, you know, they also have one with 20,000 on it as well. We'll keep it PG and leave it at that. But like I said, if you know, you know, um, which is a really cool shirt. I'm like, all right, I kind of like that one. Uh, And then they also have some 215 shirts. Sixers base and everything. Actually, heading down to the Phillies today, or at Citizens Bank Park for a tour for school. And of course, I'm wearing my Philly Goat Ring the Bell shirt. If you're watching on YouTube, there's the Ring the Bell shirt. You can tell them with the Philly Goat logo. So I do practice what I preach. The the t-shirts are comfortable. They're they're high quality. Um, I never put my t-shirts or anything in the dryer anyway. I hang them up to dry. Uh, but it's the, the, a good quality t-shirt, not the cheap ones that are going to shrink and be four sizes too small after you wash them the first time. So go to phillygoat.com, shop for all your Father's Day's needs for your own father, for yourself, uh, for an uncle, any father figure, grandfather. They got some, some of the old school Philadelphia A stuff for, for some of the old heads out there too. Uh, like I said, I, I fully support and, and get behind this company. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. Phillygoat.com, promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. All right. As I said, it's the last day of May, so we're calling an audible, or it is our last day of the Phillies playoff, Sixers playoff spotlight, I should say. I'm calling an audible, and I said we weren't going to do the 67 or 66 67 or the 82 83 team, but. I wanted to end this on some positive notes. We got a new coach. I'm feeling good about him. And we're going to focus on that 82-83 team. Um, We did talk a lot about the 66-67 team previously. But the 82-83 team, head coach was Billy Cunningham, one of the stars from that 66-67 team. Uh, They went 65-17, first place in the division, number one seed in the Eastern Conference. Their 20th season in Philly. They had a new owner that year. Sam Katz had just bought the team in 1982. Um, They came in. They were just always on the cups. They battled the Celtics to get to the finals. They got to the finals a few times with Dr. J. They lost to Portland. They lost a few times to the Lakers. They just could not get over the hump. So what do they do? They do a sign and trade with the Houston Rockets. They send Caldwell Jones down to Houston for Moses Malone. And Caldwell Jones, we know, was one of the the rebounding and defensive guys on those teams. But he was getting a little older, 
Let's bring in Moses. Um, and it's, Moses made an immediate difference that season. The 65 wins was their highest winning percentage um, other than the 66-67 team. Moses was the MVP. He averaged 24.5 points per game, 15.3 rebounds, and added two blocks just for, just because. Mo Cheeks led the team with 6.9 assists per game. But listen to the, the, the accolades for this 82-83 team. First team All-NBA, <clears throat> Moses and Dr. J. All-NBA defensive first team, Bobby Jones, Mo Cheeks, and Moses Malone. So three-fifths of the all-defensive team play for the Sixers. Do you think they were pretty good that year? Bobby Jones was sixth man of the year. Um, All-star game, Mo Cheeks, Dr. J, Moses, Andrew Toney. Dr. J won the MVP. They, they just the accolades just are, are incredible. They beat the Knicks in the first round four to, four games to none, which the way it was set up back then that was the Eastern Conference semis. They rolled through the Bucks in the Eastern Conference Conference Finals four games to one. They won the first two games of the NBA Finals at the Spectrum in Philly. Then they won Game Three at the old LA Forum, which led us to. This day in Philly sports history, May 31st, 1983, Sixers beat the Lakers 115-108, to completing the sweep in the NBA Finals for their first championship since 1966-67. In that game, Moses just had an unreal game. 24 points, 23 rebounds, 3 blocks. Andrew Toney added 23 points and 9 assists. Dr. J scored 21. Mo Cheek scored 20. They came out, and there was no way they were losing that game. Kareem and Magic did their best. Kareem had 28. Magic had 27. But they finally got over the hump. They won the NBA championship. Moses came in, and they asked him how the playoffs were going to go. And he famously said, fo, 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 meaning they were going to sweep. Unfortunately, the Milwaukee Bucks stole a game, so it went fo, five, four. Fo, five, fo, whatever. You know what I mean, um, but they finally were able to get over the hump, and they've not been back. They've been back to the finals, but they've not won a championship since. But since this was the Sixers playoff spotlight, I had to end it on a positive note. The 82-83 team finally got over the hump for the Sixers, and on this day back in 1983, champagne was flowing, and the Sixers finally beat the damn Lakers. Um, but like I said, let's give the Knicks nurse thing on JJ Reddick's, um, podcast a, a listen and let me know what you think of him. Like I said, he's starting to grow on me. I've done the research. Um, also follow up with me 2017, 2022, which team had more talent, which team was better, uh, as far as the Eagles go, be sure to go to phillygoat.com to get, you can get the ring the bell shirt like this or any other shirt they have. Use promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off your order. Let's hope the Phils bounce back and get their butts in gear against the Mets. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Go have yourselves a Wednesday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.